Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where the facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. This is Jay. It's Welly F. It's been a minute, but we still here. Kinda. We're here and there now. How is Carolina, my man? Say, my life is somewhere between good life and shambles. Damn. And I don't, and I don't know which one is with like. It, it really depends on what side of the bed I wake up on. Like Carolina is cool, like the weather's nice, surroundings are nice, everybody's friendly. It's, it's some different stuff to get into that I'm not accustomed to in Texas. But then at like the what? same like time, uh, I, I think I think it's all just a kind of atmosphere based, like different kind of restaurants, different kind of entertainment things. Like I'm 45 minutes away from the mountains. So I'm sure I'm going to eventually go up there and go hiking just to do some shit that, you know, niggas don't never do. Yeah. And then it snows here, so I, I might get a chance to go skiing or snowboarding or something like that. Well, not here, but in the mountains that are close close by. Oh, okay. 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 But as far as traffic, what about traffic? Have you had to deal with any traffic? I've seen traffic, but since I live so close to work, I haven't really dealt with a lot. The only traffic I really did, dealt with was some road construction. And I had went to the mall on Sunday. I went to three malls on Sunday, actually, just to see which one, you know, was the one. But I went to the mall, and they were doing some road construction, so it literally took me two hours to get out of the mall. Damn. Just that, based off pure road construction. So that's an anomaly, so. Okay, okay. And as far as uh, the demographic you've been seeing immediately? Uh, it actually all depends on what side of town you're on. Like the closest superstore Walmart, Walmart Supercenter to me is like in South Carolina. So I went there and it was a lot of the Middle Eastern um, people of Middle Eastern descent. Last night I went to the neighborhood Walmart and it was a lot of black people there. Okay. But okay. when I go to stores like they got a store up here called Harris Teeter, which is similar to Kroger. It, it's more it's more of your white demographic. And then everybody just goes to Target. <laughs> Target is just a Target is very convenient. It's just it's just easy, bro. It ain't the the prices Target ain't the best. Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, shit. I mean, I'm glad you finally out there. I know you. I know you're still waiting on the rest of your shit, but man, that's that's amazing how somebody can set up a shipment for you and then sit there and tell you, uh, well, we'll get it there when we fucking feel like it. You've already paid for it. That's basically what they said. And then I picked this company because I felt the guy was a straight shooter. Like when he called me, he's like, look, you know, this is what's going to cost a move. You're not going to get, you know, too much cheaper than that. If somebody tells you cheaper, they're probably lying to you. And I felt like he was shooting straight with me. So I didn't I didn't do my due diligence of reading the reviews and stuff. So I started looking at the reviews. They like two and a half, three stars. 
tell me how janky the company is. I was like, damn, I fucked up. But that's on me. That's on me. Yeah, you got to get with them Yelpers, man. Them Yelpers and them Google reviewers, man. They they show love, man. They, you know, it, it don't always be our people, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. It's it's people that took the time out to say, fuck this company, and I value that. Say, I'm going to drop the ether on my review. Uh, you got to, bro. You got to. I got to. I, it's funny because usually when I do those reviews, I only do them if somebody asks me to do it, and it's usually positive. I never have to go out my way and do a negative review because I haven't dealt with a company that's been that awful in a long time. I think I think maybe a few times I've gotten off of phone calls, and they said stay on for a survey, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely staying on for this survey because that person was pure crap, and I and I, yeah. give them, I give them the business. But you know, usually Yelp and Google reviews – I don't tend to fuck with them like that, but I, I I will look at them though, especially if I'm going to a different town. I'm going to like a hotel or some shit. I'm definitely looking because I ain't finna go to no two two or three star. I could do four star, four and a half, you know. But that two or three star, I can't fuck with it, man, because that means something. That means something awful. You you live and learn. You live and learn. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, man. But uh, other than that, man. Shit, well, you know, same shit out here in Houston. Uh, God dang, I want I wanted to say rest in peace to a buddy, but I I, I forgot I can't re- really pronounce his name. I think his name is Dahlia, or like the 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 the, uh, the, Sikh, the Sikh dude that got shot. Man, it's crazy because a couple years ago, Goforth got shot in that same area. And uh, oh, really? Yeah, Goforth. I know uh, it was the same area. Oh yeah, same area, man. It, it, I mean, to be honest with you, that's really I'm not gonna say it's the same area that Sandra Bland got killed, but it's this. It, it feeds into that same community. Like that's all Northwest Hempstead, Houston. So it's kind of crazy that like that type of shit is going on in Northwest Houston like that. And, and when I say Northwest Houston, I'm talking about Beltway 290ish area heading to Prairie View. And uh, that's pretty much it. it's it's fucked up, man. But uh, I saw that story and I was just like, damn, like that's fucked up. You know, and you know, just a routine traffic stop and you just happen to just. You just happen to just get somebody that's, you know, a schizophrenic psychopath. Like, this ain't no hate crime. This dude just got out and was like, fuck it. He was just a psychopath. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it wasn't a hate crime. Like, uh, like old girl, uh, Amber, what's her name? Amber Guy? Amber Geiger? Geiger, yeah. I mean, when you sent me that shit, I didn't know who that was. When you you sent me a video of her crying, I'm like, why the fuck is Jay sending me a picture of this white woman crying? I, I don't care. And, um, <laughs> the and then I... The white crying is typically uh, funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, I, I remember that case, and I and I felt like you know that case was fucked up, and um, I you know I'm not I'm not I'm not the I'm not the jury. I don't I'm not here to you know uh put a sentence on anybody, but um anybody thought that jumped the gun and thought that you were really gonna get legit justice, you're still not awake. You're still asleep in this country. You still it, it was funny because it was funny because I get on Snapchat and I see people. Yeah, we are out here celebrating justice. You know, she got she was found guilty. This, that, and others. Like the guilty thing wasn't the question. Like, I mean, sometimes you have some kind of reasonable doubt that you can throw in there that that a lot of police officers get off on. But with her, it's kind of like, oh, you were guilty, especially when she got up there. She was like, eh, I didn't really do the CPR that I was trained to do because I was I was on the phone. Like, I had to be on the phone and I didn't want to put on speaker, you know, that shit like that. But she was one it's, it's about sentencing. Like with Felicity Huffman, she got, what, two weeks in jail? <laughs> she out of jail now, right? 
Oh, she yeah, 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 yeah. She should be chilling on her if yacht, they, sipping they, martinis. If they give you two weeks, you probably do two days. I know, right? And they, they, she under the radar too. Who knows if she really even went in? You know what I'm saying? It probably takes uh, you longer to process you in, and you just go to jail. They're not sending you to prison. You just go to jail. You're probably in county yeah. for two. Going going to the county, finna get you decent meals. You already got two three hundred dollars on your book, so you good. Commissary street, and you in solitary. Yeah, the, yeah, the peasants leave me alone. But um, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like I said, I I don't know too much about the story. It's real fucked up how uh, ba- Botham his name Botham Jean or Botham Jean, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fucked up, you know, but. I, I don't I don't I usually like I said, man, I really don't truly don't follow those stories like that no more because I mean you, you follow them and, and that's what you get. You 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 get let down because you still rely on the system to 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 bring you justice that it was built against you. And the uh the, the biggest trick in the room is to put a black woman on the stage to make you think like, oh, this gonna be all good. We got a sister up there representing us, and y'all still don't get it. Like y'all still don't get it. Like it's a lot of people out there that's gonna wear blackface. Like black, uh, a black person wearing blackface is the easiest way to manipulate black people. Me and Sean talked about it. Like it is what it is, bro. Like and 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 that's not that's that says a lot about her character. But at the same time, like I ain't in her shoes. I don't know what she's up against. Like I don't really, I can't really um come down on people with a fucking you know with a fucking hammer of death and and really cru- crucify people for their beliefs because I just don't know where people come from I don't know what got I don't know who got her on that stand to become a judge who knows bro like who mm-hmm. knows you know I, I I found it was weird that she was hugging the chick afterwards because I've, I've I've been I've been in that situation before too and I ain't never got no goddamn whoa, whoa, whoa. hug well whoa. Whoa. who hugged the chick the judge hugged uh, Amber Geiger afterwards. Oh, I seen that. Um, what you call his brother hugged her. I didn't see that the judge hugged her. Oh, the judge hugged her too. And I know oh, you wow. see. I know you seen when a police officer was uh, fixing her hair the other day. The police officer was uh, rubbing her hair and fixing her hair while she was crying. Black police officer too. Oh, they was going in, man. Come on, bro. That's your Twitter. I see this shit on your Twitter. You don't see these no, things. No, you you run Twitter, bro. You nah, run, bro. No, nah, man. I'm just. I'm in there. Just. I'm in I, there. I'm after- telling. Tell you, I go in, I drop my little Jay Z quotes, and I back back. That's it. Uh uh-uh, uh, fuck that. Twitter has to feel my wrath from time to time. But nah, but Twitter be teaching me some shit. <laughs> like I said, yeah, man. She the the judge the judge hugged her. The brother said he forgave her. Um, and like I said, the, the police officer was you know rubbing her hair. I mean, at the end of the day, she is one of them. Don't ever forget that she is protected by the system. She was a police officer. Um. I don't nothing like a situation like that doesn't shock me based on the fact that your average everyday police officer pulls out their gun on people and does dumb shit all the time. So it's not really it's not really a shock that she only got basically five years. It's not it's not, bro. Like people people still haven't learned. And to me, that just that's a that's a that's a big sign that society is becoming more and more insane. Like. I don't think it's really an Albert Einstein quote, but at the same time, if you're if you're doing the same thing, expecting different results, something wrong with you. It's as simple as that. To me, she basically got the police officer discount. Yeah, and with a little bit of blonde girl, blue eyed discount too. I mean, it is what it is, man. We don't we don't have you call it privilege, you know, call it 
um, like you said, call it a discount for you know police privilege, whatever. At the end of the day, you shouldn't be shocked by this anymore. You should just you should just realize that you know as a as a as a person of uh, that is not white, you got to protect yourself at all costs. Mm-hmm. This is bottom line, man. But um, yeah, man, it, it's sad to see you know these these highly publicized deaths like this, man. Shit don't stop, man. It's just another day, man. We it, it's it's been a lot going on in 2019. We're in the fourth quarter now. We're in the fourth quarter now, bro. How you how you like the fourth quarter? What, how you show up in the fourth quarter? You 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 Kobe or you Steph Curry? You you Dwayne Wade? Who are you in the fourth quarter? First of all, I showed up to the fourth quarter down by ten. <laughs> you got yeah, you got a lot of work to do, bro. <laughs> I got showed up to the fourth quarter down by ten. Damn. But but, but I'm feeling like. Shoot, way in 2006 kind of shit, though. Okay, okay, way 20, okay, okay, yeah, way 2006 was pretty nice, man. I can't even knock that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's fourth quarter for me. I think I'm, I'll probably say I'm, it's a tie game with me, man. It it, it all guess. depends. It's a tie game. I think I, I think I need to step up my defense, though. My defense, and I'm kind of lagging right now. I might have to call this timeout, take me a little break, because mm-hmm. uh, this, this it's the fourth quarter. I don't feel like taking no L. I can't take the L going into going in going into the next game. You know this. You can't go into. I don't want to. I don't want to be down 0 one. I can't. I can't. See, see, like, see, like, I started the first quarter bad. Like, yeah. like, I can't. I came by the they they ran off. It was like twenty to seven, and I had to burn that first early time. Ooh. I was like, whoa, well, we were we just not ready. So <laughs> the second quarter we picked it up. I was like, okay, cool. I I, I left the second quarter winning. And then I got to the third quarter, and I was like, all right, cool. We kept the momentum going, and then it slowly got away from us. And then they went on a run in the quarter, and and, and that's why I am where I am in this situation right now. So it's been an up and, up and down game, you know, but I think, I think the defense has been doing well. I think the offense has really been letting us down, though. And, okay. and and offensively, we're not. I haven't been matching bucket for bucket, and that's that's why I ended up getting down the way I am. Like I can't expect the defense to do all the work. So offensively, you know, I got to show up and show out. Okay, okay. Make sure you, at the end of the day, you got to run the score up. You, hey, you no know, leave no doubt. Yeah, that's basically it, man. But uh, man, with all that being said, you know that might have went over some people's head. But uh, with all that being said, I I really had you know. Just like two topics I want to touch on because uh Say, we're finna do 13 episodes in a row, so <laughs> you yeah, better find some finna, more topics. Yeah, y'all finna hear us, man, because um shit is um it's a lot of you know, like I said, man, it's a lot of shit to talk about, man. This and it's since it's the fourth quarter and we try to run the score up. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta let them know. Like I be wanting to tell people, like, I be listening to these other podcasts, man. I just be looking at them like, bro, y'all gotta understand something. This podcast shit gonna be going into my I got gray in my beard. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit ain't it it don't bother me. Like it's it's fun. I like doing it. You know, as long as we can make it happen, like we said, we gonna figure it out. And we figured it out. We figured it out, you know, shit. And And it's scary for y'all that we figured it out. Oh man, we figured it out, man. And I don't I mean, I hope y'all enjoy it, because at the end of the day, I mean it, it not necessarily I don't necessarily do it for y'all, but you know, it's important for y'all to enjoy it. And don't just listen to it because oh, you wanna make us feel good. Like, nah, I hope you really come in here because the content is something that you fuck with and you get a perspective that you probably don't get on an everyday basis. That's why I hope you're here. Other than that, you know, y'all can fuck off if y'all ain't fucking with it for that reason. 
But let me find this shit I was thinking about. I know it has something to do with uh, one of the poll questions I asked. I wanted to ask Sean about it. And I told him next time we linked up, we would. But um, I guess the first one I'm going to go with, with is, um, I, I forgot how you responded to this, but I did ask the question of, do you feel it's important to be sexually desirable in order to maintain a positive level of mental health within this current society? And I may have read that too fast, so I'm just going to break it down. I'm, I'm basically just asking, do you feel that in order for you to keep your sanity and to go throughout your day-to-day life that it's you have to be sexually desirable. Like, you have to know people fuck with you on a sexual level. Like, is it necessary? Uh, I, I, guess, I guess I wouldn't say it's necessary. Is it important? Neutral. Is it important? Meaning, okay, is it yeah, important? yeah, I guess you can't say okay. necessary. Yeah, yeah, necessary. I mean... Do, uh, okay, go ahead. Why? I'll, why? No, I'll, I'll, since the question is important, I'll, I'll take it from the important standpoint. I would say it isn't important if the if the feedback is neutral. Like if people say, "Oh yeah, he's you know he's not the most handsome, or he's he's you know not the not the most ugly," so like he, he's just you you know in the middle somewhere. That I'm cool with that. But if it's like nah, if it's super negative, like nah, this nigga ugly, or like nah, that dick trash, or something to that extent then that would probably bother me. But as long as it's neutral, I think I think it's fine. I think people who who need to be the best at everything, like need to be the best dressed when they go out, need to be the most handsome, you know, only surround them people, only surround themselves with people that are less attractive than them so that they can be the most handsome in the group or the most the most gorgeous of his women or whatever. They're setting themselves up for failure because there's always going to be somebody somewhere that's better. And people don't grasp that in, in that con- in the concept of you, you know, hey, I was the hottest thing alive today in Houston. You probably weren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, see, yeah, I feel that. And, and like with me, I mean, I, I work out for a reason, and I work out for you know multiple reasons, but I do work out for a reason, and that is to maintain a, a seven a certain level of desirability. So. Is that the the primary focus? No, because I know that uh, uh, with working out, uh, it, it 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 builds it builds a mind, like it, it builds your mind. And like I've done things in a gym, or I've you know I've ran certain lengths, and I'm like, damn, I could actually do that. And I feel like that's trickled over to me being able to like just believe in myself in general. So I, I'm able to believe in myself in general when it comes to physical strength. So I, I you know I feel like as far as sexual desirability goes, I'm like, yeah, why not? Like that's pretty it's pretty important to know that somebody fucking wants you like people you grow up hearing that all the time that oh there's some there's somebody for any, for everybody but it feels it feels pretty damn good to know that you know you go to you go to places and you're not just the average looking motherfucker like you yeah. you have some you know you have some uniqueness to you and when i say maintain a certain level of sanity i have to, like i said i have i'd have to say yeah just based on the fact that like as much as i'm a guy that doesn't give a shit about what people think about me. It's still, it's easy for me to say that because I feel a lot more comfortable when I walk into a room with people and I know like, okay, people are like, okay, yeah, that, that, that dude, he keeps himself together. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I use the word sexual desirability just, you know, to add some shock value to it, but just simply being physically attractive enough for people to actually look at you and not be disgusted. I, I, I just think that, 
with with the with the uh with the influx of everybody talking about oh you know you shouldn't shame people for this you shouldn't shame people for that it just basically made me think to myself like y'all are constantly saying you know no fat shaming no slut shaming none of this shaming and it gets me to believe that like y'all just y'all need this in order to y'all y'all want to be accepted in in the group of people that I guess that look normal or feel normal so you can maintain your sanity because you can't take the fact that you're not um desirable when you walk into the room like i like i seen that uh photo the other day of this this overweight chick like don't call me confident i'm sexy and it's like well i'm gonna call you confident because you're confident with what you're wearing right now but if you feel sexy i mean that's a that's a feeling that only you can know but if you're saying that somebody has to believe that you're sexy, no, that's not right. Like you can't force me to say you're sexy. Just like you exactly. can't force me, like you can't force me to to how do I say this? You can't make me say, oh, you shouldn't say that. Like I know what I shouldn't say, but I mean at the end of the day, like what are you gonna do about it? Like I have my opinion. We we can't come, we we can't sit here and act like opinions don't matter and then at the same time go on these long rants about how we shouldn't shame people. Because me personally, I feel like it's two sides to this. The sexual desirability is important to maintain your uh, sanity. But I also think that the shaming is also motivating as well. Because at times, if you are a slut, or if you are fat or obese or whatever, if you're if you're, if you're getting age shamed, there's so many shames out there, skin color shamed, whatever. If you are those things, I feel like it's the same as somebody going to the gym and pushing themselves to a to a to a capacity that they never thought they can they can reach because once you once you go through that obstacle of just being able to like toughen up, so to speak, I mean it it builds character because you don't become a whiny little bitch. And I really feel like that's important. Like we have too many whiny bitches in society, and that's both men and women. And it's scary. And 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 I feel like that question was brought about just to, you know, just to kind of see some honesty in people. Cause I just want to know, like, obviously shaming people is a problem. Obviously everybody has a little vanity to them. Everybody wants to be appealing to somebody. So once we address the fact that, Hey, well, you, like you said, you're not going to be appealing to everybody, but at the same time, and then you're not going to be the hottest shit today, but you're going to have your moments and that's fine. Maybe you'll find your niche. And and to me, like I would always tell myself, like, like I, I nine times out of ten, if I'm not in my work clothes, I'm in shorts, a t-shirt, and some slides. And I'd always tell myself, like, even even if I'm, hey, me and me and Bay run into the store, I tell myself, God, I got it, I gotta dress better for her. Like I know she's here already because not because of how I dress, but like I need to dress better for her. But at the same time, it's kind of like, babe, if you come out here in this tights and these this oversized shirt. I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not requiring you to be dolled up when we're going to the store. Hell, I don't require you to be dolled up at all. I know that you feel good when you do it, but to me, hey, I know what you got. Like, I was, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy when you get dolled up and stuff like that and be like, yeah, damn, my baby look good. But at the same time, like, shit, she got on these tights and this oversized shirt. My baby look good. So, uh, like, I guess it, it all depends on, on on what kind of environment you're in as well. Because, like, if you're the if you're single and you're going out, yeah, you want to look attractive. You want to draw some attention from the opposite sex, even if it's just a, you know a light conversation. You want to smell good. You want to look good. So I get that. 
But at the same time, it's kind of like if you're not in that situation or you're not looking for that, like, hey, you're going to throw on these sweatpants and you're just going to rock. So the desirability actually, to me, depends on what kind of mind frame you're in. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And that that's, that's makes it real easy for me to, to basically integrate this this next uh, poll question we had when I asked, um, do you consider dating down to be the same thing as settling? And the reason I say it's easy for me to integrate those things is because I, I said, you said mind frame. What type of mind frame are you in? And I feel like it was interesting to see that it kind of went like 56-44 with most people saying that they felt dating down and settling was the same thing. Which I don't. I believe you said you don't either. I think I think dating down and settling down are two different things. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, and that's the thing, like you're saying settling down, but I'm saying like if you settle, in my opinion, you could settle into a great situation because you could you could be like, let's just say uh, Jay-Z, for example. I mean, Jay-Z was I don't know how old he was when he got with Beyonce, but Jay-Z was in these streets. He had plenty of women. And then he do, he finally decides to settle. He settles with fucking Beyonce. Like, well, what better settling does it get than that? So I'm just saying, like, but see, see, I would call that settling down. Like, hey, you got out of these streets and you settled down because you found something more valuable than these streets. Settling to me would be like, hey, uh, okay, I can't say this for myself, but like, if it's Jay Z, we'll stick with the Jay Z example. Let's say he ended up with a video vixen. You know, he just settled. Like, you know, video mixes, he's been passed around a couple of times. You know, it is what it is when it comes to one of them. But, you know, it's like, you know, I'm getting up here in age. I want to start a family. You know, I'm into her at the moment. All right, cool. That's an interesting take on it. I mean, because I didn't even think about how people how people phrase it as settling down. Um, I, I just I just I just know that when I'm always talking to people on the whim, you know, I, you know, I, we, we, we both have friends or whatever that are struggling to maintain relationships. And for me, I, I look at this situation and I'm looking at it like, I kind of feel like if you're constantly struggling to maintain this relationship, then it's almost like you're trying to settle. Like, and people do that a lot. People are like, they've reached that point in their life. They're like, oh man, I found the one. This is the one. I need, I need to stay here. Like, I need to settle here because I don't think it's going to get no better than this. That's a different mm-hmm. mindset. And that could be dangerous as well. But at the same time, in that comes the dating down and dating up. And it was actually some people that didn't know what dating down and dating up was. And if you're listening and you don't know, to me, I'm going to just break it down as easy as this. I feel like you're, when you're dating up, you're basically, it's it's more quality involved in it. Meaning you're probably, um, from the outside looking in, people are probably like, man, how did he how did he get her? You know, how did Jay-Z get Beyonce? You know, Beyonce is is out of his league because she's beautiful. She's Beyonce, and then you could you could and then it's also you could have a financial side to it. Like I don't know how much Jay Z was worth at the time, but even then, like Beyonce probably kind of came up by getting with Jay Z at the time. Or that might be a bad example. Like Jay Jada Pickett getting with Will Smith, she definitely dated up. You know, you know as far as finances go. So that's one way of looking at. It. Like I said, quality, uh, finances. Um, which, which at the end of the day, to me, it's, I look at it like it's, it's, it's either a genetic come up or it's a financial come up. Cause I mean, yeah. you, you could, you could marry somebody that may not have the most money, but they attach to a family that's millionaires. Like this person may, oh yeah, you know, they're doing good to themselves, but damn, you know, when they, they grandparents going to leave them some money, like this person comes from a good ass family. You know what I'm saying? Like 
you still you're still dating up or marrying up. And also, you could a chick could get with a dude that is not necessarily broke, but an average dude, but got you know what they what it depends on what they like. You know, a white woman might get with a guy that's you know tall, dark, and handsome. You know, blue eyes. You know, real nice. You know, genetic features. And then she gets with him, and he's sustainable. But then when she has kids with him, they know they're gonna have beautiful, healthy kids. Like that's still a genetic come up, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a reverse to that. You you date down. Um, a person could look at Beyonce's situation and say she dated down as well because they may not look at Jay Z as appealing as much. Um, you if a CEO goes into us, well, no, let me not use a CEO, but because uh, of the conversation <laughs> we had. But if a if a GM type dude, six figure type dude, six figure type woman, a, a freaking lawyer or whatever that just got her shit together, if she just goes for something that. Oh, I just need to just get me a nigga that just got good genetics and he's gonna be a good protector and blah 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 this and that. And then he, she's six figures, he five figures, and she get with him. I mean, she's technically dating down in that sense too because all he really has to offer is genetics. So from the outside looking in, if people know his finances, they be like, oh, she's dating down. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I feel like it's it's so it's so easy to skew the two because they're not technically the same. Based on the fact that you could get different outcomes from both of them, they you get very like very you know a lot of outcomes from both of them, and also you could you could look at it like I said you could look at the situation of a you know this overweight guy you know doesn't look like he has a lot going for him but you know he may be a six figure guy and uh and then from the outside looking in you see him with a model and you're like why the fuck that model with that big fat dude you know and you automatically think damn. She either she's either dating down, or she's just settled down. You know, oh, like or what, uh, or what do we say? He ain't hitting that right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Niggas always gonna say he ain't hitting that right. He ain't hitting that right. But she, he still got her though. He still got he her. He doing and, something right. He yeah. doing something right. Oh yeah. I mean, and bro, when I travel, man, it's crazy when I go like to like when I go like to Pennsylvania and shit. It's crazy when I go like to little towns like that because I do see the oddest couples. I really do. And especially when you go like to a military town, you will see the oddest couples. And it's like you never know if they just settled, if there's somebody's dating down, dating up. The whole the, the concept is is just interesting in itself. I don't I don't necessarily um believe in these ideologies, but they're interesting though, because I do believe that when people come into relationships with that mentality, it affects the quality of love that they get. And I, and the end result is supposed to be are you loved? Are you with somebody that you actually desire, that values you, that respects you? Because when you look at everything as dating down, dating up, you miss the focal point of do y'all love each other? Do Are y'all compatible? You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's real, real important. I think I saw a question uh, on Twitter today where it was like, do, do you think that the, um, the decline in marriage has to do with the easy access to sex. And I kind of saw that and it maybe I still was thinking about this question because I'm like, well, at the end of the day, most most people that's going out there to have sex, I would I would assume most women that are giving it up 
they're giving it up to people that they probably value genetically more than likely, unless they know the cat got money. I can't say the same for dudes because dudes be out here wilding. But <laughs> I'm just saying. But if a if a woman is out there and she if she's probably having a fling or whatever, she's having sex and she's risking herself, I automatically assume that more than likely she's still gonna be in the mindset of I'm gonna make sure this nigga has some quality to him. So with the whole marriage thing at stake, I kind of feel like even then a woman is still probably fucking with a dude that if something goes wrong, she values him in some way. And if she could push it forward and be like, okay, I'm gonna fuck with this guy, see where this go. And marriage is still a possibility. So I, I don't know if it's necessarily the easy access to sex, because I do believe that a lot of people fuck with people that they see some value in and they, at the, at this age that we're at, they see value in them. And sometimes they probably can like see a long, a bigger picture. And it's not always just about that one night because mm-hmm. we plenty, I know, I mean, we know plenty people that had one night stands or whatever and flings or whatever, but those flings turn to something. So what is it like? It's, I don't think sex is as pivotal as people make it because I honestly think that people are probably having sex less now. I think people are seeing sex more. I think people are seeing porn and shit more, but just to say, oh, I had easy access to sex. It was like, well, a lot of people get in relationships because they want consistent sex. And they're like, and I was like, I said, they like, they're serial monogamous. So if they get with somebody, they're with them long enough. Why isn't marriage an option? I think it's more than that. I think, I think, Sex being on the decline, I mean, uh, marriage being on the decline has a lot to do with information more. Like, you got dudes have more information, women have more information. So, I think a lot of I that has to do with it. A compilation of information and fear. Like, you see that the divorce rate is approaching 50% if it's not there or above now. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the odds are, are already stacked against you. And if you, and like I've said before, marriage is also a business decision too. Like, you coming in this like you're finna inherit this person's debt. You're finna inherit this person's credit. You know, are they living like they really say they are? And if they are, cool. If they not, you gotta you gotta understand that. Hey, you know, the bills you pay are the bills I pay. The money you make is the money that I make. No matter if it's in separate accounts or not. Yeah, yeah. And I and I said I said it on the um, last podcast I did with Sean. Like like me personally, I've never I never was a child, and I I, I never was like in the mindset of growing up and saying, oh, I want to have a family. That never was a goal of mine. Like I had so many other like weirded out goals. A lot of my goals have to do with me just being an individual of myself. Like I've just always been like that. My mom raised me. I was the youngest and I've always kind of just been an individual guy. And I never really just cared about having a family. I, I kind of feel like now that I, where I am now, it's like, it's cool, you know, raising a son, like that's real fulfilling. That really, you know, puts me in a different mindset, but like, it doesn't, it doesn't cause me to be like, oh, I need to bring a woman into the house and blah, blah, blah. So I'm saying that to say, like. All right. Uh, there there. We go. Oh, OK, OK. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. OK, OK. Well, I'll just basically just start off by saying, you know, we're having technical difficulties over here. Um, yeah, but no, we go, no. we go, we're going to get it. That's what that's what technical difficulties. Yeah, Apple Apple got to step that shit up because we wouldn't even know here for an hour, bro. My my headphones are probably janky, and my I have two pair of wired headphones, but they're in the moving truck, which is in God. Uh, 
They probably got my Jordans on right them now. They probably do, man. They probably do, man. But uh, I think that was enough content to. Uh, uh, I'll just probably pretty much just call this like a special episode. I mean, we gonna get it together. People that fuck with us, they they go fuck with us regardless. But uh, this, this special episode, you know, you in Charlotte, North Carolina now, trying to trying to start this chapter two. And my words, my words of advice to you are basically like they're not even words of advice. Like I'm just happy for you because I basically think that you're in a better situation spiritually, mentally, and physically. And I hope that you're able to start a new routine this last quarter of the year. And I definitely hope that you go up and you beat, you beat it by 20 points. I, I don't, I don't want to see you in similar situations that you were in, in the first and second quarter. I want you to end this in this year all strong because this is the fourth quarter. And, um, the fourth quarter is really the most important quarter, to be honest with you. Oh yeah, it, it really is, and um, and uh, that's that's really all I gotta say. And we'll, we'll we'll basically tackle some of these concepts again in the um in the next episode moving forward. But uh, this I honestly felt like this was just a test run, and everything worked out pretty fine on my end. Uh, I can't say the same for you, but um, I told you I'm between the good life and the shambles, and it, it just teeters. It teeters. Between the good life and the shambles, I like that. Um, but yeah, man, what you got, man? Uh, shoes. My words of advice are simply fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. Hey, bro. Sometimes it be like that, man. Sometimes you gotta say fuck it. That's why I said. That's why I, I posted that quote the other day, man. Uh, rejection is better than regret. Ooh. I'd rather I'd rather shoot my shot because, like I said, if I'm open, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot my shot. If it gets rejected, fuck it. I tried. It's yep. I rather I rather get rejected than ne to never know. That's pretty right. much where I stand. The two things I hate. Oh man, that's that's the truth though, bro. But um, man, I, I, I that's all I got, man. Y'all know where to find this, man. Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Play. Um, I'm at the point where I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't know what you do on Google Play. And <laughs> I don't know who has an Android listening, but whatever you do on Google Play, if you find out, let us know. But make sure that you leave in comments on SoundCloud. Um, make sure that you're um, reposting. Uh, follow follow us on Twitter if you find us. And um, keep doing what you're doing, young ones. It's weird because everybody I know with an Android listens on SoundCloud. Like they don't even fuck with Google Play Store. Wow. That's wild, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess not technically <laughs> inclusive, but, but um, you know, shout out Random Opinions, shout out Crystal Clear, shout out uh, T with Monroe, shout out the Just Tiffany podcast as well. That showing Just Tiffany podcast some love. Um, when we feel like it, the nice cast, nice cast, YBO, um, I know, talk, 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 brothers. They, they, I've, I've listened to a few of theirs. Um. I, man, the podcasts go so go so deep, man. It's it's so many of them out there, and and I, I eventually need to start getting these Twitter handles down too, because I do actually get some good feedback from some people that we that I don't even know on Twitter. But yeah, but um, if you got questions, man, you know, send them in. But I be thinking about shit all the time, so really don't need your help. But if you want to help, that's fine, because <laughs> it's it's like me saying I'm a strong, independent black man. I don't need your questions, but hey, man, the questions could probably uplift this show to another level. Just saying. <laughs> question just, might put you on something you ain't know about. Just saying. 
But shit, man, with that being said. This has been the No Boundaries Podcast, brought to you by the CEOs. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?